This is a Skeptic Frogs production. Fire. Air. Water. Earth. Eight years have passed since the Avatar's untimely end, with fear that the Avatar line may have ended, and with withering hope for the White Lotus to continue holding peace, the search for the next Avatar hastily begins. Previously on Dice Benders. I think it prudence that we maybe do have that sit down for tea. Just take care of the White Lotus. I walk away. I have a letter from Lester Go. The letter claims that the White Lotus is interested in obtaining the spirit Val. I'm going to go see if I can find Val because I have some questions I'd like to ask as well. Hello. You are so cute. A talking toad. He walks up to you and he holds out his hand. And I touch his hand. I touch his hand. Um, she's gonna like rub her sweaty palms on her thighs and grab the hand. Okay, so we're gonna pick up right there, Taro. You removed your hand from from Val after witnessing his ability to dig through people's memories. Um. His search through you was very extensive, it felt like. It felt like hours and hours of him just combing through you. And as you finally release from his hand, uh, the rest of you all see this just happened in an instant. Um, and Milo, you've seen this before too, and in fact... Uh, it, whether or not you're, you are tethered to Val is entirely up to you, but assumedly you and the rest of your family would be. Um, so you already know what occurred amongst these four. Uh, Val just smiles and looks at the four of you. And is there anything anybody wants to say or do? Okay, that was interesting. <laughs> Um, how everybody feel? I think last time I said I walked out of the room, so I'm not there. I, yeah, and I and I ran behind you to check to see where 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 were you okay? That you was seeing trouble. All right, so Kevin leaves the room. Taro, uh, Kevin leaves the room after Taro. Um, Jaeger, Milo. Valahalaru. Such a fun name to pronounce. <laughs> you guys are standing in the room and <laughs> Val turns to look at uh, you, Milo, and was like, huh, tough crowd. <clears throat> As I suppose I perhaps should have warned everyone of the severity of this, potentially anyways. But uh, he's going to like snap his fingers a couple of times and look at Jaeger. Uh, Jared! There's perhaps something you could help me with if you're not going to attend to your companions. Uh, sure. I'll be happy to help you out there, Miku. <laughs> he, smi <laughs> I, he, he smiles. And, um, yeah, he'll, uh, uh, look at Val if Val wants to follow. Totally cool. And, um, like, if Taro and Kevin are, like, hanging out in the hall to recover... Um, he might slow down and not actually like go to where he wants to go, but he wants to basically go off to see what was going on with the um, Ang statue. I think he sent some people to investigate ahead of him. Yeah, didn't you yes. like scramble yes, the jets? Uh, <laughs> scramble the jets. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Um, and with that, Taro, you left the room. Did you uh, leave the building or did you just go to another room? I think I went all the way outside. Like, she needs some fresh air and, like, okay. moments to, as Go does, breathe. Yeah, she does like to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the five of you all, in one in, at one moment or another, find your ways outside. Uh, Milo giving respectable distance to Taro, knowing that she kind of just needs a moment. Kevin is sitting there trying to ask her questions, and uh, Jaeger is following you, Milo, and we'll cut over to Yang. So, Yangy boy, 
you let's describe what uh like describe what you're doing here yang um you've got iroh with you and you chose to head off to ang statue to deface it so uh describe describe how you're doing this so the first thing i would do is after landing up at it and basically just let all the anger towards my family build up. Um, I would try to find some kind of like mud paint, something that I can air bend onto the statue numerous times. Okay. Uh, landing on the island, you're kind of at the the base of the statue, so not necessarily the statue itself, but more what Aang is standing on. Uh, you're able to use your airbending to kind of hop up to kind of his feet. You're resting on his feet. Uh, you know, his ankles are nearby. That's something that you could probably start slashing at unless you wanted to get closer to his his face or something like that. You have Iroh with you, so you can pretty much have free reign on wherever you want to do what you want to do to the statue. Um, like I said, I would probably just, like, out of anger and everything, just fling mud and see if I can find other loose materials and stuff like that that I could throw at it or airbend at it. Maybe even... If I did find paint, put a Joker face on Aang's face. Yeah, you see, you see a harbor ship is just kind of resting idly in the sea. You uh, head over there, find a bucket of paint because they definitely wouldn't have paint on Aang's island. That would just, yeah, they wouldn't have that. But you go and find some paint. You come back and you start adding the Joker face to Aang. Uh, as you're doing this, you eventually hear the sounds of soft landings uh, behind you. Uh, I, I assume you're on Aang, like, on his shoulder or something, getting getting his face, or you're on Iroh, getting a, a frontal view of Aang as you're defacing the statue. So they land My over uh, either behind you if you're on. I was going to say, I would have probably spent a cheap point to jump up there. Iroh probably would not condone what I was doing and resist. Okay. So you jump up onto his shoulder and start trying to, like, move your way around to deface the, statu the statue. And you hear footsteps, uh, soft footsteps land behind you. And you hear a voice, and they say, Hey, you know kid you shouldn't be doing that you turn around and you see these two uh, air defense uh, members standing behind you one of them has their hands out trying to like approach you slowly uh, and as they're doing this you suddenly get a bright light shining down on you you look up and you see one of the hummingbird uh, mechanic uh, mechas that were in Legend of Korra. It's just much more advanced. It looks a lot sleeker um, with a light shining down on you. Basically like our version of a helicopter light on somebody during like a, a high-speed chase or something like that is basically what this is. Shining a light down on you. You have a hard time seeing it up there because of the light coming straight down uh, and it feels like all eyes are on you all of a sudden. But this guy continues to approach you, and he goes, Kid, you you might want to just come with us. I, I shrug my shoulders, and I say, Why? And I jump down. All right, you jump down. They follow right behind you. They are airbenders, too, and they have just as easy of a time getting down on the ground as you do. And one of them opens up his glider suit and flies down faster than you and the other guy can and he lands before you do landing where like he landed in front of where you are about to land so they very easily follow you the light follows you as well you land on the ground the other two are there 
Uh, the light continues to shine on you, and they say, Kid, we're not kidding around. What you're doing up there is illegal. You're going to have to come with us. Or at least wait for the cops to get here. And as he says that, you do hear in the distance, it sounds like sirens, and you look over and you see like uh, one of the sky blimps are make is making its way over to you. Uh, to the island. This is definitely starting to cause a scene sitting here defacing uh, the statue of one of the founders of the city. I set the paint down and sit on my knees. Okay. The one that was behind you uh, comes over, pulls out um, these bracers and grabs your hands, puts them behind your back, and clamps them on to you've got your hands behind your back. Uh, he he tries to pull you up off the ground. The other one start uh, the other one stays a comfortable distance just to see if you're gonna do anything crazy. There are they're air vendors too and they know what to what to expect. No, I'm broken at this point. I'm not resisting. Okay. The blimp finally makes its way down. Um, the cops finally grab you. The two airbenders go over and kind of like calm Iroh. Um, and one of them, as you are being put onto the the police blimp, uh, one of the airbenders comes up and he says, "We'll take care of your bison for you. Not sure why you're doing this, but you know we understand a bison is your best friend. So you know at the very least we're gonna." Keep an eye on him for you. Just take him to my Uncle Milo. And as you're saying that, two airbenders look at each other. Uh, the cops kind of freeze for a moment, uh, but eventually push you onto the blimp. The bison flies off, the blimp goes off, and you guys are separated. Uh, cut over to the island, you see... The bison is heading closer to Air Temple Island. You see the blimp is floating off into the distance towards the heart of the city where the police station is. Uh, the light of the the light of the hummingbird mecca has gone off and has flown its way back to the city as well. The bison lands, uh, and around this time everybody is outside. Uh, the bison lands, the two airbenders hop off. One of them comes up to you, uh, Milo, and he's like, General, um, we were able to grab the bison safely. He seems to take good care of that bison. He's in good condition. I see. So, it was Yang. It's a shame he got caught. They're taking him into city proper. Yeah, yes, they are, sir. Um... The police were there, they apprehended him. Uh, one leans in close and is like, Is the. He's related to you, right, sir? Milo nods. Which means that I. Seems like I'll be taking a trip into the city very shortly. And he just. He nods and. He. He does kind of have this worried expression on his face, and he says, uh, Is the president going to have to know, too? I'll see if I can't intervene before this uh, news gets more widespread. Why don't we just keep this between <laughs> those who were around for it, huh? And he puts, like, a hand on this guy's shoulder, <laughs> like they're good friends. <laughs> Pats him a couple of times. <laughs> and he puts a hand... He puts a hand on your shoulder and, like, just foreheads you together uh, before he goes, Yes, sir! And he backs up, you know, the solemn moment he wakes up from it, gives you a salute, and then they carry the bison off to uh, your bison stable that you would definitely have on this island. Cool. Then uh, just a question for you, my uh, froggy DM, is what would be um like milo as general what would be his like primary mode of transportation just going from the air base to the city and stuff <laughs> being an airbender you would also have one of those airbender suits under your clothing 
and these are a lot more modernized. I'm not sure how far into Legend of Korra that you've gone, but these are the more advanced. I finished it. <laughs> awesome. So you know why the spirit portal's there and all that yes. stuff. So perfect. Yes. So I'm the, all on board. <laughs> the suits are a more modern touch to those designs. It's a lot easier. You don't have to manually clip the wings back onto your suit after you're done flying or anything like that. It's got like things on the wrists that you just flick your wrists and then the wings kind of open off of your suit. Even in your captain's garb, you would be able to still activate that to just fly. That's essentially how most airbenders get around because it's hard to keep a bison uh, around in the city with how tight-knit all of the streets are and everything. Sure. Okay, good to know. Then um, I believe Jaeger was with Milo, so Milo's going to, after this exchange, turn to Jaeger, um, probably glance off to see how Taro and Kevin are doing. Uh, I'm assuming they're still... <laughs> recovering or having a chit chat or what have you <laughs> uh that's up to them i'm uh i'm feeling okay a little shaken but okay <laughs> that was interesting to say the least are you saying that to me or are you what are you doing yeah, well, you're the one that took off first. Kevin's after you, so I'm asking you, like, what are you doing and how are you feeling? Oh, I mean, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, she's, uh, I think she's trying not to have a panic attack um, because she's been repressing all those memories for at least two years. Um, so yeah, she's just trying to like put all of those memories back where they came from. Um, breathing, you know, not really mm. acknowledging and this at all. Okay, because I was about to say this entire time you've got Kevin behind you like trying to see if you're okay and whatnot. Um, you're just not acknowledging yeah, him at all. Yeah, she's too in her brain to even think about like even looking if someone was following her. Tara, do you need a are you okay? Can I get your cup of tea? Uh, <laughs> what? Tea? Yeah. No. Maybe I got tea or something really a uh, step. I mean, I, I mean, I just, I just need to not, I, can you just leave me alone? Sorry, I don't want to be like that, but like, you need space. Maybe not, yeah, or whatever. I'm going to go with the others, if you need me, uh, let me know, and Kevin head back to the others, as soon, um, he can see the others, right? Yeah, you guys are all outside. You guys are far enough away. Milo gave the courtesy of, like, not being on top of you guys while uh, Taro needed her space, so. They're a distance I'm away from you, but they're still outside. You can just walk right over to them. I just want to join the others. And. Alright, Kevin walks mm -hmm. back up to you guys. And say, hey, what's going on? Anything interesting? Well, it appears that Yang has been apprehended by the authorities for defacing the statue. But other than that, this day continues to get more interesting. Yeah, and Valhalaru speaks up and he, he's like, he's got his hands over his, like, over the visors of his eyes as though the sun is out or something. It's like nighttime now, so it's irrelevant for him to even do it. But he's like, yeah, it doesn't even look funny either. And he tilts his head to the side a little bit, trying to see it. <laughs> Milo shakes his head. He just mutters, like, that's a damn shame. <laughs> <laughs> All that work for no payoff. Yeah, if we're going to deface the statue, at least make it look good. And don't get caught. That's what I'm saying. Anyways. <laughs> don't get caught. Yes, absolutely. Um, Milo uh, continues addressing Kevin, because I think Milo just assumes Kevin's in charge. That's the assumption I'm going with. 
<laughs> and he says, um, <laughs> uh, no, there's no leader in this group. Maybe Taro, but in this group, it's, I would say neither of us, but Taro usually takes the lead. <laughs> Emilio <laughs> like cocks an eyebrow, but we'll just nod and say, um, well, then while Taro is recovering, I'm going to go see if I can sort out this mess with Yang. And I would like to take Val here with me. I'll go with you. He he tries to hold your hand again. I'll like instinctually I'll and then realizes me. what he's doing. And then he like swats his hand away from you, Milo. <laughs> I'm also gonna go because the last time Yang was in jail it was bad news bears for Jaeger yeah that's true yeah I saw that <laughs> he little cocked his other eyebrow <laughs> and he, Val looks at you and is like I'll explain later you can explain on the way <laughs> there's no time to explain we gotta go yes um, and I, I think, like, at that, Milo's all like, okay, let's mobilize. But then he, like, stops and he turns back to the, these uh, fine young folk. And he says, you just arrived in town, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. You're aware of the bending laws? No. DM history. Great. Uh, DM history check to see that Kevin knows about bending laws? You could try, but it would be at disadvantage. Are you telling me the government's taking away my bending? No. (laughs) It's not taking away your bending. Yeah, no. I roll a two. Yeah, the... What what he's talking about now is, um, is something that has been for the last few years, but it's not something that they really tried to announce outside of the city. So watching stuff on TV and seeing stuff on the radio, you really won't be hearing anything about it. Gotcha. Uh, General... Am I only allowed to do flamethrowers? Uh, General Milo, could you explain the bending laws before us, please? The long and the short of it is... And the DM will correct me if I'm wrong. The long and the short of it is <laughs> that don't, honestly. <laughs> um, unless you're Hold someone on. in a position of power. Okay, yeah, okay. Make sure to really get the keyboard clacking with it, too. Really appreciate that. <laughs> no, I actually write my notes, sir. Good. Thank you very That's much. Good. Way to keep the paper business alive. <laughs> I use paper. <laughs> I mean, I use paper. I, I like having paper notes too. I just default to computer stuff because it's easier, and I have two screens, so it helps. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this is, <laughs> <off the> <laughs> yes. this is way off the point. Yes, this is way off the topic here. Yeah. Unless you have a uh, particular position in which. Um, like the position I hold, the position of those on this airbase, positions in law enforcement, unless there's a very good reason, you're better off just not. So as much as I would like to break more than one of you out of jail tonight, um, I am a very busy man. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives letters. Val this look like, don't say anything, because he doesn't, he's not actually that busy. <laughs> You see, you see, he zips his lips for you and Great. just throws away the zipper. Good, good. Throws away the uh, wall. <laughs> and if you're gonna take the air bison into town, be very careful. It's uh, not exactly easy maneuvering, and there's only a few real places that you can bring the bison. A few landing pads on top of buildings, stuff like that. I'm sure you'll figure it out. You're a bunch of smart young kids, probably. Especially you, Jason. He points at Jaeger. <laughs> I really appreciate that, General Miku. I know. We get each other. I know Jaeger, big brain. I love that narrative, just saying. We're gonna be the best friends, aren't we? And Val just like, Val just smiles and looks at the two of you. Yes. Well, Well, let's be off then. Yes, I believe I have a blimp to catch or chase. We'll see. And we away.
Real well. And Val goes into like. All right, so Kevin yeah. starts flying, and um. I'll take We got the boat. So like Jaeger and so so Jaeger and Kevin go to start like walking behind Milo. Milo just widens his arms, his wings pop out of his suit, and he just takes off. Val goes into spirit form, which then means that he can fly too, and just like levitates behind. Uh, Milo and the two of you kind of like frozen one foot in front of the other not even on the ground yet and is like well I guess we're not going that way oh, to the boat and to the I'll boat. Mm -hmm. and and I, I'm a flagging Taro uh, flagging Taro like uh I know uh, I know you want your space but we're gonna we're gonna head to the boat to get go back to town because Yang got himself in trouble again. Oh, okay, cool. I'll I'll, I'll get on the boat. Boat time. Get me away from this island. Yeah. And as we head to the boat, I kind of inform her about the bending law in the city. <laughs> what do you mean I can't stone hand everyone I see? <sighs> This city sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's more to make everybody feel equal. I think at least that's what I'm thinking. Pressing some people isn't really equal, though. Hmm? Well, he also said they have to be like involved with law enforcement, which is why Lotus is a. Uh... Oh, you know, it is a smart boy. The three of y'all, but we're also trying to roll me, roll me, and go ahead. Actually, you guys roll play this. Uh, but, but also, we, we, the White Lotus, is trying to uh, have a meeting with the city to allow White Lotus into the city to op to operate. I mean, to get a school, not operate. Well, that's true. So we still gotta be on our yeah. best behavior. I'll try. Like I'll, just, I'll just go with old minding my own business route, and we'll see where it goes. Well, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Let's not mind our business. <laughs> Wait. I'll say that this conversation happened as you guys were getting on the boat. Yeah, and I was just traveling say, back. Like... Yeah, but um, you guys had that conversation, and uh, as the boat's driving traveling back i'll also say kevin is in the right mindset there uh the white lotus has very little pull and tug here in republic city uh legally of course the white lotus is trying to be the world police and all of this stuff however you guys the white lotus isn't as welcome in republic city as they were in say Beilong, uh due to republic nation not fully admitting the uh the white lotus in as a type of police authority it's kind of like an outside force trying to govern uh, another place essentially is the mentality that republic nation has with the white lotus which is why it's such a big deal that they're allowing you guys to come and talk about opening up a school here because that would mean that you then do legally have pull and tug in the republic nation so it, it's a big deal. That's why Torque was excited to hear, like, to tell you guys, and that's even why Shang and Vana, despite the short notice on you guys leaving, were totally down to leave because this is a this is a big moment. There hasn't been a new school opened up in almost ten something years. But you guys get over to the other side of the bay, as you do. You guys walk off the ship, and you guys start walking over to the limo, which the guy said that he was going to come and wait for you guys after uh, dropping off the teachers. But as you get closer, go ahead and roll me perception checks, guys. 16? I got a 5. I got 9 plus 3, 
12. I got a rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Jaeger, you're kind of just in your head like, okay, I gotta mind my own business here. I've really got to be strategic in the way I'm gonna handle being in this city right now. Uh, which is something that you're used to already, and that Shang has given you training on. So in a way, this is also like your shot of redemption and proving that, you know, he's he's taught you well. Uh, Taro and Kevin, you guys have that on your mind, but you also notice something real quick. The closer you get to the limo, you see that there's shattered glass by the windows. You see that the limo is dented up. And you see your limo driver is passed out on the ground. Oh, God. I go the, over to him and give him a little nudge. Like, hey, bud, you awake? I'm going to be looking around to see who, who's attacked the, the limo driver and are they still around? I hope you All don't right, have Kevin, a spinal injury. Another, Kevin, give me another perception check. And Jaeger, you go over to try to kick him. You hear, and Taro, you look and you see that there's a, a letter near, like a little note nearby 17, as um, Jaeger 17 plus, kicks him. Oh. I pick it up. 17 plus 3, uh, 30, 20. Yep, we'll get to that in a second. Gotcha. So you pick up the, you pick up the letter, Jaeger. Uh, you open it up and you see it says leave or you're next and there's a like a picture of the white lotus it's kind of poorly drawn honestly but there's a big x crossed out of it clearly saying that you're not welcome but the guy grunts and he goes mm. well i'm not welcome here no way impossible well, i try to get the driver to his feet Alright, yeah, you, you sit him back up, you lean him against the limo, he looks, he's beaten up and bruised, like, mechanically, he's at, like, 1 HP right now, um, breathing heavy, and he goes, oh, it's you guys. <coughs> what happened here? I, <coughs> and he coughs up a little bit of blood, he, they beat him pretty good, and he goes... I was waiting for you guys to get here. You guys are gone a while. And I was pulled out of my limo. And just... And he kind of like gestures to his body. Did you get a good look at him? No. <sighs> they had me on the ground most of the time, but I saw their jackets. And he, he, he looks up at you, you can see one eye is like purple and swollen, and he's like, they have, they have a symbol on their jackets. What symbol? You got, he gestures for a pen and a paper so that he could draw it, and he, uh, you hand him the, uh, the note so he turns it around and draws it. It basically is the Republic Nation symbol. Uh, only the center of it has like a jagged swirl. Have you guys ever played uh, Soul Reaver? Uh, when you're in the Soul Reaver's world, your health bar, instead of it being a smooth swirl, it's like jagged swirl uh, going outwards. That's essentially what's in the heart of the Republic Nation symbol. So it's like a Tim Thank Burton you, swirl? Yeah, it's a lot like a Tim Burton swirl. Okay. Oh. And he coughs up a little bit more blood. And he just goes... I don't come down to the vine sector often, so I... I don't really know what this is. Oh. Kevin? And yeah. Um, was that my Yes, I was about to get there. Um, as this conversation is going on, 
you look over, you're, you're fine. You look over and in the same spot that Taro and Jaeger saw people chatting in the distance over by these two buildings between the alleyway, one building is almost completely turned to rubble and the other one is still relatively standing. You do catch somebody kind of standing there. Uh, when you finally lock eyes in their direction, they take off by, uh, in the back of the alleyway. And I go over to Jaeger like, um, and I, I tell, pretty much tell Jaeger what, what, what I saw. And I, uh, and I'm actually, hey Jaeger, can you just give me a little cover? I'm going to take my uh, water and heal help. Yeah. Just, just don't want to know me bending. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. I want to use my healing water on him. Okay, go ahead and roll for the health. Okay. Well, you, you don't really have to. This guy's just a, a minor NPC. So you take your time and heal him. You spend your chi to do it. And he definitely looks a lot better. He's no longer coughing up blood. Uh, you see his eye even uh, like goes down a little bit. It's still swollen shut, but it's not as swollen as it was before. And he just smiles and he goes, thank you. I promise I won't tell anybody you did that. Thank you. Uh, I hope you, at least you are feeling a little better. Let's get out of here. Um, and you need to go either go to a hospital, go to a doctor, or you just go home and rest for a while. I, I'm going to need a minute to kind of Check my limo and make sure that it's able to move. Um, yeah, um, I don't even know how to check my limo. <laughs> does the, um, does the, does the vehicle that works? The guy is able to stand yeah. back up and he starts trying to, he starts trying to look at it, uh, starts inspecting it. One of the tires is flat, um, he, doesn't have a spare in the back. The windows are all shattered. The the front window, you know, this is still, you know, safety has become a thing for vehicles, but it's still not as safe as our vehicles are. So the front when uh, the front panel is kind of sh is shattered too. Uh, it doesn't look like he can get this thing moving uh, tonight. Not with the equipment that he has. With the what near the. We're still near the boat, and that means there's a phone. Could we call somebody on Airbender Island to, uh, to say, hey, uh, can we get an escort to the hotel? Or at least get teachers. Yeah. To at least let them know what, what's going on. Okay. And in the meantime, Milo and Val, you guys have made your way over and landed to the police station. Now, with the old police station, this this one's different. The old police station was destroyed with the explosion at um, the heart of, or the downtown area of Republic City back in the day. So they had to build a new one. This one is very poorly named the new police headquarters. It still has the same symbol and such. Uh, it is on the, it's in the third sector, uh, so the, the most left of the city. Uh, the most left of the city, that's also where factories are higher up on the, the mountainside of the city. Uh, that's the same sector that those, that those things are usually in. The front of the station has the Toph statue, of course. They just, they had to build a new one, but they were able to do so. They also have a statue of Milo, uh, much more as an adult, with his hand on Toph's shoulder. Uh, because as time went on, he eventually became the captain of the police force as well. He is retired now and has been gone for a number of years out of the city. You would know this, Milo. Uh, but he did run the police station at some point uh, after the Legend of Korra. You guys land. 
it's the design of the stat of the building itself still looks relatively the same uh, with a little bit more of modern flares to like the architecture of the building but for the most part it's still essentially the same concept you walk in um, you see the police are still it's busy you know this is much like in the same way that New York is constantly busy in their police stations I'm sure uh, this place, you walk in and you're hearing phones ringing, going off constantly. Uh, you are seeing police come in and out. You're seeing people that have been apprehended, most likely for bending in public or something, uh, being apprehended, heading in to get questioned and such like that. But you walk up to the front desk and you see uh, a couple of officers are just kind of like standing in a, a circle, uh, talking, and finally one looks over and he goes... Oh, General Milo. Long time no see. And he goes to, like, shake your hand. Yeah, yeah. Milo shakes his hands, um, gives him a uh, business-esque smile, and says, Yes, I, I suppose it's been quite a while, uh, Bob. <laughs> he kind of leans off. And, like, he doesn't and know he... his name. <laughs> He just he just smiles and he's like, "Ah, oh, you know me, I'm Carter." And you look at this guy; he has like the facial features of uh, a Water Nation person. Uh, his hair is slicked back in a nice. It looks like bun in the back, you know, business up front, party in the back kind of guy. He's got a little bit of a gut, uh, but this is a guy that um, you and your family didn't get necessarily too close to. Uh, but you were invited to a couple, like, barbecues every now and then. Uh, you're in good standings with this guy. Sure. Then Milo says, uh, yes, of course. It's just been quite a day. I got interrupted during my afternoon meditations. Uh, but I'm afraid I'm not here uh, for pleasantries. I'm here on business. And he just gives you a smirk and he's like, oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't think any other way. You're always you're always talking about work and business. Uh, yeah, come come with me. I am he a starts working business guy. Sure. You certainly are. And he starts walking, um, walking away from the circle that he was talking to. The rest of them kind of continue their conversation, just kind of give you friendly nods and hellos. Everybody knows who you are. Definitely. Uh, you've grown used to this mm -hmm. walking around in the city. Uh Everybody knows your face, and even more so, everybody recognizes the position you are in due to your clothing and stuff like that. You are General Milo of the Air Defense, the first, uh, the first and so far last general of the Air Defense. Um, but he starts walking with you, and he's like, "So tell me, tell me, how's the family going?" <laughs> That's. Actually, what I came here to find out, um, a an airbender was apprehended around Aang's statue, brought in, and, well, he's a relative, and I need to talk to him. Oh, the, the guy that was defacing the statue, yeah, I was hearing about that. Yeah, um... And he kind of he kind of stops and like turns that you guys are facing each other. You guys are no longer walking down this hallway full of uh, the windows off to your side with the blinds obviously down because it would be facing the uh, the spirit portal uh, and the doors on your the other wall. And he just goes, "Now, what exactly do you need from him? Are you trying to get him out?" Or and he starts kind of like rubbing his chin. Uh, Milo grins and says first a talk but yes I'm going to make my intentions very clear I don't intend on leaving him here right and he kind of like looks around and he's like I'm not supposed to just let people go but you know I could probably pull a couple strings and get this but you're going to owe me for this that's what we do. We trade favors for favors. And he uh, grins That's and says, right. yes, of course. All right. All right. And he's going to have to be in your eye the whole time. Like, he's going to have to be by your side. You got to make sure he's not doing anything stupid. Because if he goes off and does something like this again, 
you know, it's not just going to be something that we have here. You know, the media is going to hear about it. Next thing you know, your brother's going to be in big trouble. Yeah, let's leave him out of this for the moment. But I have a feeling yeah. Young Ang won't be sticking around here for much longer. I think he has a, uh, a purpose elsewhere. Okay, yeah. Uh, and he begins walking down the hall again with you. You guys head down, uh, downstairs into the basement area and then down another flight. Uh, the first floor is obviously where most of the business happens for the police station that's where all of the officers have their desks and do their jobs the first basement floor is generally for you would know this generally for non-vendors and stuff like that just people in these jail cells uh you know either drunkards that were out in the streets longer than they were supposed to be drinking things that they weren't supposed to be uh people that were trying to steal, you know, just some petty theft stuff, and other people that are just trying to be off the streets, you know, people with no homes did something stupid just so that they could have a bed for the night. But he takes you down into the second basement, and here is where things get interesting. This is where they have the vendor-specific jail cells. Uh, and they also have another layer under this, um, which is the same thing. These cells are bigger because they have to be more uh, advanced, quote unquote. And you're seeing, you're walking through some, you're seeing a couple of them and in the same way that in The Last Airbender, there are the ones for firebenders that are just like frozen, they're freezers essentially inside. Um, you see others that are for metal benders. They are inside these wooden compartments that can open by sliding them in but they're locked with it's all wooden so they can't bend anything if they are metal benders for instance you're seeing water bender ones that are just super dry they've got um, air currents coming in that constantly keep the water or the air cool and there's no humidity inside there whatsoever uh, and then you're seeing the ones for the air benders which are just giant metal containers uh, with a small pivot that you can slide over and see through the, the door, uh, see the person inside. Uh, he comes over, he talks to one of the, the guards that's down here. They are able to open the, or at least slide the crack over for you. So uh, at the moment, they haven't opened it, but they have the keys to open the door here. Uh, and he kind of like moves to the side so that you can peer inside this room. Uh and he goes, all right, go ahead and get your chatting out of the way, and then we can, uh, I'll, I'll fill in the paperwork so that you can get him out of here tonight. You know, nods and says, much appreciated. You look in the room uh, through this tiny slit, and you just see Yang just sitting in the corner, head rested on the wall, eyes look dead, just staring at nothing. Uh, you see he's got metal bracers around his arms to where they are, like, stuck at his sides. He can still move from elbow up, but anything, or I, I guess elbow down, elbow down to wrist. He can still move that stuff, um, but his wrists are still contained with each other. His uh, ankles are also tied together. Airbenders are very hard to keep restrained, which is why they have such such extreme measures for keeping airbenders uh, contained in here. Uh, but the light, there's a dim light that flickers every now and again in here, uh, and Yang is just, you see the look on his face, he's just in here in his own thoughts. Oh, once, um, Milo's kind of left for this conversation. He will just give this like soft sigh, you know, hating to see Yang all restrained like this. It, it's you described it. It's kind of it's pretty horrible, <laughs> really. Um, and uh, I, I think that his gut reaction is to like to try to bring some humor into a totally not humorous scene because that's what I would do, and I am a terrible person. So, Val standing there like egging you on with it. And he's like, "Come on, come on." <laughs> fine, fine, okay, yes. <clears throat> I uh, suppose I should have warned you that 
vandalism is illegal around these parts, huh? <laughs> yeah, you hear a familiar voice from the door. I tilt my head towards the direction of the door. Well, I want you to know that uh, I came here to get you free. Fall <laughs> nudges on your clothing. He's like, is he dead? No, of course he's not breathing. I can oh, see it. He's just so quiet in there. I don't know. <laughs> Milo like kicks him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. What did I do wrong? The whole vandalism thing. People kind of like the statue and prefer it not muddied. What did I do wrong? When I was eight. Why did you all send me away? I see. And that's where we'll you end know. this episode. Oh my god! I try to keep episodes between about stuff? 45 minutes to an hour. So that was a perfect moment. No, that's good. I wasn't expecting it. But when you said, that's where I'm ending it, I was like, yeah, that's where you're ending it. Yeah. <laughs> it all started when I was born. Thousands of years ago. So. My mother and my father missed my birth. <laughs> I was born without a face. Alright, so thank you everybody for listening to the end. Uh, thank you uh, Chris, otherwise known as Critically Accursed on Twitch on... I don't know if you have Facebook and whatnot. I do not have a Facebook but uh, I have a Twitter. He's going to be on here for another episode or two. Okay, he has a Twitter, so follow him on there at Critically Accursed. I'll let you plug yourself. It's too late now! <laughs> My Twitter <laughs> handle is at C Accursed if you want to so follow far. me. <laughs> Everybody go follow Miku. <laughs> Thanks, Joshua. I appreciate it. <laughs> Miku and his glory his glorious adventures with Vala La La La. Yeah, that sounds about right. So the uh the character classes that we use in this podcast were made by uh Skeptic Frogs. Uh that is our thing, Skeptic Frogs production. Uh the the world that we play in is created by Brike, published by Nickelodeon, and all credits for music and sounds will be found in the show notes. As always, everybody, subscribe for more shenanigans. Alright, say bye to Craigie. Bye, bye Daddy. Craig. Bye, Craig. Hey, Craig. 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 Craig.